What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. It's the Bama Online Podcast. It is a weekend edition of the Bama Online Podcast. That must mean one thing, right? Breaking news. Breaking news on the recruiting front. Travis Ryder, senior analyst for BamaOnline.com, joined by site publisher Tim Watts. And it's been a couple weekends, Tim, since we've done one of these. But lo and behold, here comes the Crimson Tide's next commitment in the form of defensive lineman Monkel Goodwine. Uh, guy that ranks as a four-star prospect, Tim, but also a guy that sounds like he's still got a good bit of room to work as far as getting to his ceiling. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. When you look, you know, some of these kids are different. You know, in this day, we're spoiled when it comes to getting huddle film out and, you know, how to cut a huddle film and all that kind of stuff. So Monkel was a guy didn't really worry about film. It's just recently came out. And uh, it's something to see. I mean, he's still, you know, close to national. Uh, you know, he's a top 150 player in the country on the 24-7 composite. He's a top 200-ish, 200-type tech player on uh, the 24-7. But, yeah, when you look at this guy, you know who he reminds me of right out of the gate was Courtney Upshaw. Now, Courtney was a guy, he's a big, you know, he's a grown man when he was 18. He had that that body. He had that that work ethic. He had all that. I'm not saying Monkel has all of that. Upshaw was a little bit special in that regard. But when you look at this guy, six foot four, 260 pounds, sets the edge, gets pressure, um, uh, can shed, gets down the line, plays the run, stretches plays out, and he's quick. This is a guy, once he clears that offensive lineman, that his first two steps getting to that quarterback are fast, and he's low when he hits you. I mean, his sacks, his sacks or sack lunches. I mean, he hits you, he drives you into the ground. This is a big, strong kid. Yeah, a guy that if you project him as a defensive end, which you look at him on tape, and he is primarily an edge defender there for National Christian Academy up in the Washington, D.C. area, uh, you can see where you know some of the documented, verified times that he's produced at maybe some Combines in the past, like the opening regional in May of 2019, where he was clocked at a 4.88 in the 40. You know, you start applying that to the defensive line position, and now you've got some real athleticism. And you're right, watching his tape closes extremely well. I like his motor in terms of what we see on film anyway. Kind of reminds me a little bit, if you project him as an end, to say a Wallace Gilberry from years ago, uh, Jonathan Allen, similar type of body type coming out of high school. Uh, and you can see in time where the, the good wine's going to be able to move inside perhaps even in some passing situations and be a real problem from a pass rush perspective. So he came down to, I guess, Tim schools, including Kentucky, Arizona state kind of interesting because Kentucky and Arizona State, weren't they in that final mix for Damon Payne as well? Yeah, they were. You know, Kentucky's a school that you got to watch. I mean, people, it's sort of like 
with Nate Oates. You know, you look at basketball and you hear a kid mentioning three basketball programs in Alabama and five years ago, you knew that was just a, a roost to some degree, but now, you know, now it's legitimate. They recruit nationally. Kentucky's a, a school that gets in there and they're not afraid to fight for the big dogs. I really think Clemson though, who uh, made him up target, you know, Clemson, I'll tell you what Clemson thought about this guy talking to people close to Goodwine. They had the uh, number one player in the country, Corey Foreman committed at the same position. And when he decommitted, they instantly went to Monkel Goodwine. He spent 40 minutes on the coach with, uh, uh, on the phone with Coach Dabo Sweeney this week. They laid out a plan for him. They really liked him. I imagine, you know, a lot of these schools will keep recruiting him. But this guy was a priority for uh, several of the top programs, including Alabama. And, again, this is an upside guy. This is a guy that you're going to see. You know, when you, you know, when you watch big guys, when you watch defensive linemen, I'll never forget, Sean Robinson had great highlights. But he had the worst game film I think you could ever see because there were so many plays. Sean was like – saving himself you know he's showing one about chase you down on the other side of the field so you get those guys you see that potential and they get to programs like alabama where you push them and uh you know you see what they do at the next level i think good has got a lot of that in him his upside is really big his best football is really good football yeah i think you hit on it earlier too edge setting some sort of natural power that shows up on tape, the potential to be very good with his hands in time. That's a technique type of situation that a lot of young linemen, edge defenders sort of go through in their development. Uh, looks like a five technique end in Alabama's base defense. And then again, the potential in time to perhaps go inside even and, and help out in, in some pass rush. And essentially, to me anyway, looks like the prototype end prospect yeah, in, the, you know. in the Nick Saban era. And if you look at his film, you can see he's got some technique issues where he's high a lot of times on his tackle. There's a lot of times he's getting to the guy, hitting him high, and the the, uh, the ball carrier will slide out from under him, but very easily fixed. I mean, you can teach a guy to get low. guy will learn to get low, but you can't teach him to be 6'4", 260 pounds. And that 480, 488 he ran was two years ago. I would think this guy's lower than that now, probably in that 4'7 range at times. To be such a big kid – I mean, he moves really well. This is a nice get for Alabama. And Sal Sanceri, you know, the thing with Sal, you don't hear his name as often because his areas are are, are somewhat sporadic. You know, you just hear him knit here and there. Last last year, you saw him battle big time for Tim Smith, and, you know, it was a huge get for Alabama. But Sal, here's the primary. Freddie Roach is another guy, young guy. I think we expected this from Freddie Uh Young guy, Alabama kid, grew up in Alabama, played at Alabama, knows the Southeastern. I think he's really coming into his own. And, again, this is always a team effort. I mean, when you talk, you know, I say that, it sounds like a cliche. But, I, I mean, when you talk to these kids, they're talking to multiple coaches uh, outside of, of Nick Saban, of course, who's become quite the Zoom master. I think he's become, <laughs> I think he's becoming very popular on Zoom. Kids seem excited. He's very involved. So really good effort all around here. Let's take a quick break here on the Bama Online Podcast. A breaking news edition of the podcast is Monkel Goodwine, six foot four, two hundred and sixty pound defensive end from Fort Washington, Maryland, commits to the Alabama Crimson Tide. When we come back with Tim Watts, site publisher for BOL, we'll ask him, we'll talk about a positional reset. For Alabama, not just at the defensive line position, but also this run in the front seven in general, really over the last two or three classes. We'll do that with Tim and more 
when the Bama Online Podcast returns right after this. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Back with more of the Bama Online podcast on the heels of the news that Monkel Goodwine, a six foot four, two hundred and sixty pound defensive lineman from National Christian Academy, up there in the DMV. Tim, that DMV is the gift that keeps on giving to this Alabama program, right? Yeah, I mean, those guys are – I mean, you look at those guys, and that's sort of like neutral territory. You know, it's it's similar to my to South Florida where a lot of those guys go – when they leave home, they're going to far away from home. So Alabama's been – definitely did a good job there. South Sinceri's been in that area off and on for years. Uh, Charles Huff was there last year, and he recruited for Penn State. And then you throw Freddie, uh, Freddie Roach in the kit. I almost threw Freddie Kitchen in the mix, but you throw Freddie <laughs> Roach, you throw Freddie Roach in the mix, you know, and you've got a you got a nice little and hey, talent wise, that's a big time talent area. It's a lot of law of raw guys, athletic guys. I mean, a lot of talent comes from there. Very, very talent rich and very beneficial to Alabama now throughout the last several years. So let's talk about this run, Tim, that Alabama has been on in the defensive front seven. Obviously the defensive line a big part of that. You look at that loaded 2019 haul. You look at uh, the selective nature that Alabama uh, was able to employ as a result of that in the 2020 class. Timothy Smith, a big part of that. And now you're continuing to stockpile at perhaps the most important position on the defensive side of the ball anyway. Starts up front, right? But when you look at this front seven in general, include the linebacker spots, Boy, there was a time a couple of years ago where we were sort of scratching our head a little bit about where has the Alabama we've known in previous years kind of gone. Well, I'd say the Crimson Tide has offered up a, a strong resurgence in that front seven here in the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. I think you just look at that and you saw Alabama and you saw it last year. I mean, you you didn't see the talent on the defensive line or the linebacker position. It's not very often. I mean, not Christian Harris to me is going to be a good football player. But this is a guy playing defensive back in high school, comes to Alabama, and he's an automatic starter as a true freshman. So, it's you know, in the past, you'd have seen that guy as a redshirt sophomore step in and be a big-time player. I mean, you saw, uh, you know, a lot of young guys. You know, the defensive line had talent, but at the same time, it was all young talent and talent that was getting in shape and talent was learning how to handle, you know, 300-plus pound offensive linemen. So they had talent, especially that – that group that came in last year, then, you know, this this year they continue to add guys, Damon Payne, some monster of a kid. I mean, he's six foot four, 300 pounds, big time defensive line prospect. And I think a lot of us, including myself, are sleeping on Anquan Barnes, uh, six foot five, 300 pounds. If you look at this kid, I saw some of his practice photos the other day. This guy could sneak onto an NFL team and nobody would notice if he hopped off the bus and, Green Bay Packer uniform and shoulder pads. Nobody would admit bat an eye that he didn't belong there. So big guy, a lot of potential, still has to play to that potential. But um, let's be honest, I mean, when you get guys of that size, they come into their own at different levels. You don't often see a six foot five, three hundred pound kid 
as a true freshman dominating. You know, and I've even got a theory that a lot of those guys spend most of their life going, Anquan, stop it. You're going to hurt your brother. So I think it takes, a, you know what I mean? I think it takes a while when you're that big, you know, and you've been at Little League game screaming, I want to see his birth certificate. So it takes a while to get to what, oh, coach, I can just kill him. Yeah, go ahead, Anquan. So I think he's a big upside guy. And then Damon Payne and the linebackers, I mean, we could talk about them all day. I mean, they got guys coming off the edge. They got guys coming inside. We've heard great things about Will Anderson and, and Drew Sanders already, and, and I mean, standout-type comments about him. So uh, definitely they wanted to focus on that front seven. It sounds like it was working. And in doing so, it gives them some options in terms of projectability with a guy like Dallas Turner, who they also have committed, right? 6'4", 240, 250-ish, you know, and, and so you, you don't have to feel limited in terms of what his best future position is if it's outside linebacker and he stays in that sort of 240 250 range great if he uh grows into a defensive end at 280 or so that's fine as well i guess i mean i think some of these guys are athletic enough that they can move inside to linebacker as well so you look at those side i mean we see that height we see that six three six four and we don't think inside linebacker but hey you know the 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 defensive schemes are, are changing these guys are athletic. They're strong, like you said. They're big. You know, and there's 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 a few of them that can project multiple positions on that front seven. Yeah, good stuff, no doubt. When you look in the pipeline for the Alabama front seven right now, and Monkel Goodwine has decided he wants to be a part of that. The four-star defensive end from National Christian Academy up there in the Washington D.C. area. You know, As we get out of here, Tim, anything else? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know, the one thing that we're sort of, you know, Ohio State had such an incredible class early on. And believe me, it is incredible, not early on, but also now. But they were seen as almost an uncatchable object, an ob- uh, untouchable team here who's playing for second. But Alabama slowly but surely chipped into that that lead. Alabama has the number two class in the country right now. You had good one, and I think it puts them maybe, you know, 10, 12 points behind Ohio State with roughly the same amount of players. So, I mean, we're seeing Alabama chip into that lead, uh, you know, less than 10-point lead when it comes to that team recruiting rankings. And that tells you what a level at what level this class is because their Ohio State's class and Clemson's class, which Alabama's currently uh, sandwiched between, is loaded with talent. And I think Alabama fans really need to stop. And we said that a lot last year, if you remember. We kept saying at some point you're going to realize how great this class is because – Human nature is, okay, I open that present, what's next? What's the next present? I think when you sit back and look at the guys they've got, they're really going to be impressed. Yeah, Ohio State was the equivalent of Usain Bolt in the 200 coming out of the blocks for this cycle, it seemed like. But uh, as Tim knows extremely well, uh, recruiting it in a 200, it's more like the 400. Absolutely. Right. Yes, absolutely. It might be more of the of the quarter mile, you know, if we put it in horse terms. But you looked at Ohio State was dominant for a month. Clemson seemed to be dominant for a month. Tennessee was dominant for a month. I think they got 42 commitments in one month. And then <laughs> Alabama certainly had a great month last month. So I think things will slow down for Alabama. Um, 17 commitments right now. But you're going to see other schools begin to pick it up. I still think you got to watch out for the the Georgias and the LSU of the world who still have a lot of those spots available. So there's going to be a lot of twists and turns till we get to signing day. And we're going to have it covered for you. 
right up until the finish at BamaOnline.com. Check us out, BamaOnline.com. Join us on the roundtable, the premium message board of choice for Alabama Crimson Tides, global Crimson Tide fans globally, okay? That's where you want to hang out, right there at the roundtable. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, too, the Bama Online podcast. We would certainly appreciate that. Leave us a rating and a review while you're there. That would be greatly welcomed uh, additionally. Well, Tim, uh, I would suggest... Folks, uh, definitely keep it locked to Bama Online and be on the lookout for the next podcast here because, as we know, recruiting news, fast and furious, especially with this program over the last couple of months. Never stops. All right, Tim. We'll do it again, perhaps in the very near future. Great stuff, as always, with Tim Watts, site publisher for BamaOnline.com, following the commitment of Monkel Goodwine, the defensive lineman, from the Washington, D.C. area to the Alabama Crimson Tide. Thanks for joining us here on the Bama Online Podcast. We'll join you again real soon. Should you ever set foot outside of the hotel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow, now streaming on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.